are into fantasy football and you've been looking for a podcast that can take you to the next level. This is the 4th and Flex Fantasy Football Podcast. Now, here are your hosts, Josh Bendy and Trey Burris. Welcome to the NFL. Let's go! Let's go! Let's go! We are back doing it again. Yes, we are. Welcome back to the 4th and Flex Fantasy Football Podcast. How you doing over there, Trey? I'm doing good, man. I'm excited. We're here. We're doing the thing. It's live, baby. Yes, sir. Live. Yes, we are. We are doing it. Uh, man, week two. Got wild, bro. It was crazy, man. Uh, yeah, some it was intense. In- yes, sir. Some interesting things did occur. Um, let's jump straight into it. Um, let's let's go ahead with the headline huddle. It's the headline huddle. All right. So the first thing we have this week on the headline huddle. Probably you've all already seen it. Um, Mike Evans got into a fight with Marshawn Lattimore and got suspended for one game. Um, I'm thinking mostly that was Tom Brady's doing. You know, he was just defending Tom Brady, and Brady was like the godfather in that situation. Um, but I hear he's appealing it, so we'll see what happens. What do you think about that? I mean, if when it all started and went crazy, you could see, you could read Mike Evans' lips. He says to the referee. It's Tom Brady. What do you want me to do? <laughs> yeah, exactly. exactly. I love that. Uh, uh, you know, Lattimore didn't get suspended, though, and, you know, that's kind of crazy. I mean, I get my, Evans was the aggressor and kind of got it started, but, I mean, Lattimore should have got in on that uh, suspension, too, don't you think? Well, I think so for sure because he was the one kind of him and Brady were shouting at each other, and that's kind of what got it heated. And he walked over into Brady's face and, and uh, Fournette's face, and that's when Mike Evans come over. Like, mm-hmm. he was just defending his team. I think, you know, it was just kind of – what I thought was crazy about it, though, is when the, the announcers come over and they said, all teams to your respective sidelines. Like, they really had to stop the game. <laughs> yeah. I wish I would. When I was watching it, there was no sound on the TV. So I was just putting it all together like myself do. But you just see like Brady walking up, like you said, the Godfather, bro. Brady walking up on the pile, right? And, uh, you know, everybody else is just crumbling, like, do my dirty work. Yeah, he's not touching nobody, not saying that. He's just standing over him. Uh huh. Uh huh. Yep. Uh, but like you said, Evans is appealing the decision. So there's a good chance that he still might play in Green Bay. We'll see how all that goes with the appeals process uh, and all that. But um, I did see that uh, somebody, the guy who put the uh, suspension down, his son plays for the Packers, though. So, oh wow, yeah, that's something to uh, to think about. And, and we got we got people sounding off. Anthony, what's up, guys? Anthony, what's happening, buddy? What's up? What's up? Hey, uh, we already got a question. Allen Robinson or Adam Thielen? Who should I start? Eek. Uh, I'll let you take that one. <laughs> I'm gonna go Allen Robinson. I think they're gonna do more with him. Um, Adam Thielen uh, is a good option, though. I mean, if they're doubling Justin Jefferson like I've seen happening, 
uh, it, it might be good, but he's just not getting uh, he's just not getting the volume. So I'm going to go Allen Robinson on this one. I agree. I think Allen Robinson as well. But let's let's get back into it. Um, so next in the headline huddle, we got Trey Lance, uh, broken ankle, out for the season, uh, maybe even career ending. I think uh, with you know the way his startup has been, you know it's hard to put him back out there. Uh, I tell you what, the 49ers are looking pretty smart right now. I'll tell you yeah. that much. <laughs> I mean, first they said they were going to get rid of Jimmy G, right? And now they decided to keep him, make him the highest paid backup in the league. Now you got a starting quarterback that has literally taken you to a Super Bowl and an NFC championship game. Yeah, and Jimmy G was like, like kind of smiling on the sidelines when the whole thing went down. And I'm like, you know, he was just because like there he gets paid, I think, for uh, it's like 50,000 for every game that he plays more than 25% of the snaps and then like another 150 if they win. So like, dude's gonna rack up some cash. No wonder he's smiling over there, bro. <laughs> Um, I mean, like I said, though, Shan- this makes Shanahan look brilliant. I think uh, e- even the the offense was excited to get their guy back on the field. It just it just felt like, you know, they knew something was going to happen. I know Debo Samuel owners are probably pretty excited about that, don't you think? Yeah, I think it boosts, boosts everybody on the 49ers um, fantasy value. Like Kittle, obviously, when he gets back, him and Jimmy G got that connection. Um, the running backs will get you know more of the work because Jimmy G's not much of a runner like Trey Lance was. Um, so yeah, I mean, it definitely boosts fantasy value for the whole team and playoff value. You know, for when they get uh, for the chances of them getting there. For sure, for sure. Um, next, we got Josh Gordon uh, upgraded to the active roster for the Titans. Um, what do you think about that? <laughs> didn't help. <laughs> yeah, he didn't put up a single catch or anything like that. I don't even think I think he was on the field like one time, but it was just like he ran the play and then he got off real quick. And, yeah. Uh, I was hoping he would get a little bit of work. I, I mean, Tannehill just didn't seem like he, you know, that game was insane. I mean, oh, dude, Tannehill got benched. <laughs> yeah. Uh huh. And Malik Willis didn't look much better coming in there. The Bills are just scary this year, bro. What was Josh Gordon? Was he with Kansas City last year? Yeah. Right. Kansas City. Up. He got a couple catches, but nothing crazy. And- yeah. Nothing. Nothing crazy at all. I mean, he, you know, he had that substance abuse problem a few years back. He's had more chances in the league than anybody, really. Yeah. And he was on the Titans practice squad when then he got elevated. So yeah. welcome back, Josh Gordon, I guess. See if it matters. Mm-hmm. Uh okay. So another fight kind of thing that went on. Uh Kyler Murray, you know, he's out there. Game's about to be over. Or the game's just ended, you know, the fumble that caused the game to be over. He's celebrating, going and high-fiving people in the stands out of nowhere. Bam, he gets smacked. And uh, so that was insane. Uh, now they're talking about, like, uh, the police are involved. They're trying to find the dude and all this stuff. But, like, it takes a lot of balls to smack an NFL player, dude. I don't care if he's short as Kyler Murray. <laughs> Yeah, and I watched the video, and like everybody was like doing what fans do, getting very aggressive with him, just like yeah, 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 Kyler. But he was in, uh, uh, and then the one hand just comes out over the top, whack, mm-hmm. smacks him. Like I watched the video like five or six times. I mean, it could have been an accident. I mean, he was wearing a gray shirt. I mean, that doesn't, it didn't say Raiders on the shirt, yeah. but you know what I mean, like. Uh, it, it looked to me like it could have been an accident with all the hands flying around. But hey, Kyler, come back! Like, like it looked like he was going to let it go. It looked like yeah. he was going to let it go and keep going. And then somebody pulled him back or something like that. 
And then uh, he he looked like he was coming for the dude. Well, see, and that's the reason why I think it might have been with intent because of the reaction of the crowd and him, you know, at the end. Like the other dude was like still mouthing or whatever, like he did it on purpose, you know. But uh, Cliff Kingsbury came out, and this is a quote directly from Cliff Kingsbury. He said, I think that guy is a low life. I hope they arrest him. He gets fired and can never come to another game. <laughs> Yikes. Yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, Raiders fans were pretty upset over that game. I know because I know a few of them. So, yeah, I'm just saying, uh, Cliff Kingsbury talking about uh, hoping that guy gets fired. Uh, may, may want to look a little on the inside there too, but yeah, they right. Good for you either. <laughs> no doubt, the Cardinals don't look good this year for sure. I mean, they pulled the win off, but like barely. You yeah, know, literally by the seat of their pants. Hmm. Um, next week on the headline huddle, we got the Tampa Bay Buccaneers uh, signing Cole Beasley to the practice squad. Hey, <laughs> they just want everybody, don't they? Anybody that's good on the on the uh, waiver wire or whatever, they're grabbing them up. They're like, let's go, hey, free agency, let's go. Well, well, all these injuries, all these injuries, and the wide receivers. I mean, hey, Will, Will Fuller, you can come on by too, yeah, man. Right? I'd be surprised I, if that don't happen. I like Cole Beasley, man. I mean, he he's he's good. He's uh, uh, a great route runner. He's got great hands. I mean, he's got great vision, and he's is a veteran that I think Tom Brady can uh, definitely work with and you know figure things out with. I'm excited about Cole Beasley coming to the active roster. It's going to be something to watch. Yeah, I think Tom Brady likes the veteran receivers over the younger guys for sure. Mm-hmm, definitely. And I, I might pick him up, you know, just stash him, see what happens. I mean, if Julio doesn't come back, you know. I mean, you never know what's going to happen. Godwin's going to be out for a little bit. Mike Evans suspended for a game. Is it Russell Gage, Cole Beasley, and Brashad Perryman time in Tampa? (laughs) We'll see, man. That sounds crazy. (laughs) Yes, sir. Yes, sir. All right. So next we are going to have the uh, injury report with Dr. T coming up here in just a second. Welcome back to the show, Dr. T. Welcome back. Hello, how's it going today, Bendy? Going pretty good, buddy. Pretty good. Well, we're back with some more injuries this week. You know, it's just constantly every week, injury after injury. It's tough out here in the fantasy world, but we're going to come out here and discuss it. Um, The first thing I have on the list today is Ty Davis-Price is going to miss a few weeks with an ankle sprain. Now, I know he's the backup, but it's going to probably give Jeff Wilson Jr. a couple more work with Elijah Mitchell still out for a couple weeks, too. So I think that'll be exciting. Um, What do you think about Ty Davis-Price? Yeah, I mean, it sucks for the Niners. I mean, it seems like there's always somebody hurt in their backfield. But I'm excited about JWJ, Jeff Wilson Jr. I started him last week, did okay. I think he's going to be really good, uh, you know, going forward. Yes, and also we have uh, Jerry Judy is day-to-day with bruised ribs. Um, Sounds like it's nothing crazy. But, uh, you know, we're just monitoring it. Um, if, he, if he does end up missing games, it'll just help Cortland Sutton. And, you know, K.J. Hamler, they're, they're still kind of holding him back because he's still recovering from an injury, but it might boost him a little bit too. Um, but it's the, the Broncos are struggling anyway, so it, it's scary to see Jerry Judy out there hurt. Well, look, Dr. T, here's the thing. Um, you know, they didn't have any preseason games together. They, they're, they're learning each other right now, and it's not pretty at all. When you got the people in the stands booing you, 
I mean, that's something right there. They just, they need a little time to get it together. Um, real quick, Dr. T, if you got an extra second, uh, we got a question. Uh, Gerald Everett or Garrett Wilson as their number one priority? Uh, interesting enough for this question, uh, what I would have to say is it matters what your team looks like. Um, so if you have uh, a, a decent tight end, um, then obviously Garrett Wilson. I would say Garrett Wilson in, in a closet, that's what I would go with. But if you're really struggling at tight end and you've got some decent wide receivers, then Gerald Everett is your man. Absolutely. I'm going Garrett Wilson. Flacco and him are Flacco is loving him some Garrett Wilson. And I go number one priority on Garrett Wilson pending, as you said, who the tight end is. No doubt. All right. So back to the injury report. We have James Connor with an ankle injury. Um, It's not considered serious, but uh, do monitor it and stay on top of it, you know, because ankle injuries can be anything in practice could cause more pain or or re-injury or something. Um, if he's out, Daryl Williams will get the majority of the work. It looks like uh, behind with Eno Benjamin behind him. Double barrel, Daryl Daryl Williams. I'm ready for some action, man. I, I, let's fire that bad boy back up. We saw what he did in KC last year. I mean, give him a shot. See what he does. Look good last week. No doubt. And uh, lastly, we have on the injury report, we have Justin Herbert with uh, looked originally looked to be some fractured ribs, but it sounds more like um, tears in the cartilage on his ribs. Um, he's day to day, but Chase Daniel would be behind center. And that's scary for fantasy managers of Chargers receivers. So uh, just monitor that. You know, he it looks like he played a uh, couple plays even in the at the end of the game with potential broken ribs. So um, he played through it at the end. Maybe he gets through practice, put some ice on, and he'll be all right. But just monitor that, you know, because it, it's Justin Herbert. You know, he's carrying your team. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, yeah, it sucks to see that happen. The Chargers worked so hard to get their team, you know, souped up for the season. And now injury is just throwing a fork in all of it. Um, we got another question. If you got another second, Dr. T. No problem. Need help. Just got offered three different trades. Which one should I take? Trade away Lamar for St. Brown, Tua for CD, or Tua and Deontay for St. Brown? Oof, this is a very tough one. Uh, first of all, I'm not trading Lamar for St. Brown. I don't. I, I would never do that trade. Um, and I wouldn't trade Tua for CD either. Um, being if this is a single quarterback league, if you have Lamar and Tua, I understand. And that is why if, you ha- if it is a single quarterback lead, I would take the Tua and Deontay for St. Brown. I would be down with that if you still have Lamar for your QB1. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I agree with you 100 percent dr t it's always a pleasure to have you on the show thank you so much i hope you can come back next week or the week after sometime soon and uh you know help us out with the injury report thank you so much all right i'll go find your co-host thank you bandy have a good yeah you too yep yep thank you so much dr t for coming by the show like i said it's always a pleasure to have you um You've helped us so much with our um, injury report and all that and just letting us know, you know, what's going on. But uh, I need my uh, co-host back. And uh, hey, there he is. There's my what up, Trey? We missed you, buddy. What up, hey, what up, what up? You just missed Dr. T again. Every time, bro. Every time, bro. I swear he just I, I'm in. He's out. It's It's crazy. It's like Batman. You never see Batman and Bruce Wayne at the same time. You know, it's weird, but whatever. It's weird. Um, <clears throat> yeah. 
Oh, real quick, Albert. Sup, fellas? What's going on, Albert? Welcome what's to good, the what's show. What's good? Hey, go ahead, guys. If you don't mind, while you're here, hit that like button for us. Subscribe to the channel, all that good stuff. Thank you for coming by. Appreciate so much. Um, but it's time for show outs and no show. Yes, sir. Show outs and no shows. We're talking about people uh, last week, week two, that showed out, showed us what was going on, showed them why they're on our fantasy teams in that roster. And we're talking about people that did nothing. No showed like a mofo. Yes, First sir. off, show out number one, Jalen Hurts. Bro, Jalen Hurts looked fantastic bro you remember off season where you were we were talking about how you were sleeping on the eagles okay but i never want i was always a jalen hurts fan i said jalen hurts will be good for fantasy but i was sleeping on the eagles good for fantasy you're right you're right um yeah i mean he looks great bro i mean his completion percentage is off the charts um i didn't think i would say this but he is kind of the backbone on the eagles right now and I know uh, my buddies over at Sunday is for the birds are happy after uh, watching the show they put on. Um, yeah, no Jalen Hurts, man. Jalen Hurts was insane. And then uh, he's got a rushing touchdown in both games this year. I'm, I'm hoping he just continues to do that every year because, you know, I got him on my team. <laughs> Mm -hmm. Yeah, you do. And I think he broke a franchise record mm -hmm. uh, or tied it or something uh, with Michael Vick. Uh, it's crazy Most rushing yards or something like that with touchdown or something like that. Yeah, it was, it was, it was him and Michael Vick are the only ones in there. Uh huh. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. Crazy. Um, so a show out that I have, and, uh, this is kind of more of a, a group of people. And this was just the entire Ravens and Dolphins game. I mean, everybody showed out. I mean, it was insane. Lamar, Tua, Tyreek. Uh, I mean, everybody was just, insane uh lamar jackson had 318 uh air yards with three touchdowns and a 79 yard rush where he like almost fell down and then like regained himself and got the touchdown and like i mean just and so then you're like okay so the ravens are killing it obviously i mean uh the dolphins are down 20 and lamar put up over 300 yards and 79 yards rushing so the ravens won right not yeah. at all. No, I know. <laughs> Tua come in through freaking six touchdowns. Tyreek and Waddle, fastest dudes in the NFL. I mean, it was insane. Yeah, man. It was incredible. I, I couldn't believe it. Look, we said Tua could be a top 10 quarterback this year, literally on this very show. And it's starting to look not as crazy as uh, it sounded in the moment. I'll tell you that much. He looks great. He threw six touchdowns yesterday bro six touchdowns Tyreek got two Jalen Waddle got two and they both went for over 150 yards that's incredible yeah. incredible Jalen Waddle sitting on my bench by the way yeah just uh, throw that out there Tyreek and Waddle are the first teammates ever to have 150 yards two touchdowns and eight receptions each in the same game wow like it's Dang. crazy. And then people are still trying to say the two is bad, that he just has good receivers. Bro, no quarterback throws six touchdowns and is a bad quarterback. He may not be the greatest, 
but dude is a good quarterback. You can't throw six. T- who who has six touchdowns in a game this year? Two is the only one, bro. <laughs> Tyreek got. I mean, uh, Patrick Mahomes got five in week yeah. one. But yeah, yeah, you're right. So far, he. I mean, he's leading, you know, for in one game for sure, bro. Two looks great. He looks great. He looks crisp. He looks like he knows where he wants to go with the ball. And I'm enjoying watching him. And they were talking about how Tyreek had to step back to catch a deep pass. Well, I get that, you know, but at the same time, Tyreek is one of the fastest dudes out there. So he's probably running past the ball and then like, oh, I'm really fast. I got to turn around and still got time to beat the corner behind him to get the ball. So what does it matter if they're putting up points? A hundred percent, bro. I mean, Patrick Mahomes didn't always hit him in stride either. Just saying. Um, Tyreek's fast, and so is Waddle. And I got to tell you, I would be scared to be some DBs on the other side of the ball trying to zip around, follow these two guys around, dude. No doubt. It's got to get scary over there. And the Ravens aren't no joke on defense, at least not generally. I mean, you think when you think good defense, do you not think Ravens defense? I mean, almost yeah, always. exactly. And people are trying to say that the Ravens defense must be bad. And I'm like, just acknowledge that the Dolphins are good. <laughs> it's not hard. <laughs> mm-hmm. I know our buddy over uh, over at TSS Fantasy, Commissioner Cooper, was excited, bro. He's no a big-time Dolphins fan. Shout out to TSS Fantasy. Go check those guys out. They're, they're great over there. Um, but let's go to my next show out. And this one's surprising. I've got Carson Wentz (laughs) as my show out. 337 yards, three touchdowns. I mean, I started him over Tom Brady this week. That was one of the toughest decisions I've made fantasy-wise, bro. Like, I'm thinking like, yeah, well, this is going to be the game where Brady just goes off, you know, like surprises everybody. But, hey, give Carson Wentz uh, some credit. I think he's like number three in the quarterback rankings right now. Like he's up there. He's up there. What I think is crazy about Carson Wentz is like he finally found a boring team for him (laughs) to be on. And like, you know, like the Washington commanders, everybody's like, oh yeah, whatever the Washington commanders. And now everybody's like, oh yeah, Carson Wentz. But when they go together, it's like a firework happens. And it's like, bro, Carson Wentz on the Washington commanders is going insane. (laughs) No doubt. No doubt. The rookie Jahan Dotson mixed with Curtis Samuel, who I guess we were all sleeping on because I don't remember talking about Curtis Samuel. It's funny though. I remember looking and seeing, uh, Curtis Samuel. I'm like, man, I know he's good, but you know, I just, I just, uh, he's got Carson Wentz. Nope. Went right past him, bro. So, I mean, heck yeah, man. We got a we got a quick question here. Um, was just offered Adams and Swift for Cup and Javante. Oof. Should I even consider it? That's a tough one, man, because uh, you know, Cup, I mean, I love Cup. Cup's done proved that he is the man. I mean, he's put up over, over like 30 points in, in two weeks back to back. Um, but Swift is a monster, and Javante's kind of been, I mean, you know, he's still doing his thing, but, um, you know, he had a couple drops, and he had a couple uh, mistakes that he made where I'm worried that Melvin might uh, get a little bit more work even now. And Adams and Carr, you know, they've got such a good connection. And then Swift, man, it's tough, but I think I would just stick with Adams and Swift, to be honest. I don't think it's a great enough trade to be able to, to take it. Honestly, I'm not letting go of Cooper Cup. Um I love Adams. I love Swift. I would love to have both of them on my team. Um, but Cup, 
is just ridiculous. <clears throat> and you know that that's Stafford's boy, and you know that he's always looking in his direction. Javante, I think uh, they realize that um, he needs to get the bulk of the carries in Denver now. I mean, they're still trying to figure things out, like we said. But um, I, I wouldn't make the trade. I would I would keep Cup and Javante, but I think it's a fair trade. Oh, okay, I, I misread. I thought he he had Adams and Swift. Yes, I would. Like I said, I think it's so fair that you should just keep whoever you have. There's not enough upside on the trade for you. Sure, because I like both sides. Mm-hmm. All right, to our next show out, Trey. Who you got? The Sun God, Amon Ra St. Brown, baby. <laughs> You're gonna hit. You know what? It's we haven't done one since the off season. Trey, can we get a little Amon Ra chant? Amon Ra, Amon Ra. Yes, this sir. Dude had nine receptions for 116 yards and two touchdowns. Okay, he out of um, the last six games, he's had over eight receptions. He's in a group with only people that are there are Antonio Brown and uh, I can't think of the other person, but. Um, it's not a big group of people that have eight receptions in six games consistently, but he's the only one who has eight receptions and a touchdown in six consecutive games. He's the only one in that category. Yeah. I mean, Amon Ra, man, we were talking about him. We were chanting his name for a reason. And apparently those chants have finally made the bubble pop. Lions get their first W and a big thank you to Amon Ra. I mean, he did great. And, uh, he, he would be someone I would l- love to have on my team. That's for sure. That is for sure. Yeah, man. He's looking to me to be like the league winner because people that got him, you know, in the fifth and sixth round or somewhere in there, I mean, dude's proven to be a, a wide receiver one and, and worth a first round pick almost the way it looks so far. We'll have to see how it plays, but, uh, that's what it's looking like. Mm-hmm. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Let's move on to the next show out. I've got. Christian Kirk got the bag, still getting the catches. I mean, six receptions, 78 yards, two tutties, two touchdowns. Christian Kirk, they shut out the Colts, bro. Yeah, bro. Christian Kirk proven why he got the bag and why he deserved the bag. (laughs) Yeah, bro. Like, I can't even understand what happened um, with the Colts in that game. Jonathan Taylor didn't move the ball. Matt Ryan looked stiff. I mean, what? Michael Pittman was out. <laughs> it's like he, he's the team, I guess. Michael Pittman is is holding him down now, I guess, huh? <laughs> that's all, I mean, that's the only thing I can think of because even Paris Campbell, I mean, I was I started him in, in one of my uh, leagues thinking that because Pittman was out, he'd be the man. He didn't get a single catch, bro. And I'm like, oh, well, Jonathan Taylor must have got all the work. Nope. Nope. <laughs> like, insane. Insane, bro. Um, we got a quick question again. Patty says, should I try and trade any of my play- players? I'm 0-2, QB, Herbert, Cook, running back, Kamara, wide receiver T. Higgins, uh, wide receiver A.J. Brown, Schultz, Curtis Samuel, Juju, Lazard. Ugh. Should they trade any of their players? They're 0-2. They're, they think they got a good team going on. I, I, I mean – Schultz, I yeah, probably and, go, uh, yeah. 
I mean, I know Kamara's hurt and everything. You just got to kind of deal with that. But it's a solid team, man. You just, I mean, you win some, you lose some. Uh, being zero and two sucks, but you gotta, you know, you gotta play it out. You know, you can you can have so many losses and still make the playoffs. Just because you have a rough start doesn't mean it's not going to take off. Um, yeah, Schultz is somebody I might be trying to come off of just because Dak's hurt. Um, but everybody else, I mean, even Juju, maybe if you could get something out of him, but um, yeah, yep. everything else looks pretty good. Yeah, yeah. Get go get rid of Juju. Uh, Hopefully Kamara gets better and uh, Cook and Kamara is a decent tandem there. Look, T Higgins, AJ Brown, I really like that wide receiver thing. Yeah, what he said, absolutely. To our next show out, I know I just went, but this one, man, I gotta go one more time. Aaron Jones, bro. Aaron Jones, 132 yards, three, two touchdowns, bro. I had him in two leagues. Dude went off. I won a league because of Aaron Jones, hundred percent. Yeah, dude, he's a monster, and uh, and we talked about that in the offseason. You know that the running backs will be the guys there because they don't have a wide receivers to work with. And Aaron Jones proven exactly what we were talking about. Yep, and dur- I, during the game, like all the run, um, not all of them, but most of the run plays that Aaron Rodgers uh, was was doing that was calling there were run pass options. That means he had the option to run the ball or pass the ball. I mean, what, like, what was it? 60% he ran the ball out of mm-hmm. choice. Aaron Rodgers. Some have called one of the greatest throwers of the football deciding mm-hmm. to run the ball instead of throw it. That's got to tell you something. Tells you a lot about what his wide receivers are doing out there, not getting open. Mm-hmm. I'm just, you know, they need to uh, build some chemistry. I really like Romeo Dobbs over there. I think he is going to turn into something great. Um, I know Aaron isn't happy with what he's got going on there, but hey, Aaron Jones is killing it. Yeah, man. Uh, I don't have any more uh, show outs. I don't know if you got any more. Yeah, I, yeah, I got uh, one more. Uh, Nick. Chubb, 113 yards, three touchdowns. Bro, it was Chubb time. <laughs> I like it. Yeah, I think, uh, you know, with uh, Hunt, you know, Hunt still did his thing. He just didn't get any touchdowns. I mean, he had about the same stat line normal does without the touchdowns. I just think Chubb got the touchdowns this week. And you'll have that with the Chubb-Hunt combo, but both of them are solid running backs. And with the Browns offense, you know, being the way it is, they're going to funnel through Chubb, Chubb and Hunt. I said Chunt. <laughs> uh, that's that's their uh, relationship name for their running back tandem. But Chunt, I like it. Give me some Chunt all day. God, that sounds like a bad word. It sounds like I shouldn't be saying that. <laughs> yeah, right. That has been our show outs and no shows. Now it's time to talk about something pretty Wait, important. we haven't talked about our no shows yet. Oh, you're right. You're right. Talk about them no-shows. Let's get them no-shows going. What do you got, Trey? I got Derrick Henry, oh. the king, uh, taking his crown and uh, rubbing it in the dirt like King Joffrey. Drank some poison or something. I don't know, but Derrick King- Henry lost his <laughs> crown this week, man. 13 rushes for 25 yards. He got a touchdown. It probably saved him on your fantasy team a little bit, but not dude. really. Not really, not really. I've got uh, Henry in one league. It's sad, man. It's really sad. I feel like it's the end of an era, you know, like watching Derrick Henry truck through and 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 rack up them yards used to bring me so much joy. And now mm-hmm. I watch him and I feel almost depressed. 
a lot of people are saying like chill out he was going against a great bills defense like you know henry's still there but it just feels like he's gone and it hurts my soul bro well you know and he had a a little bit of a slow start last year in in the first game and then he came to in the second game and this second game was against the bills so it's kind of like but he did do all right against the bills last year but the bills are better so it's a lot of different things but you know it's only week two we can't overreact um, I think Derrick Henry still can have crazy games. I just don't know if he can put up what kind of numbers we were expecting him to. Yeah, yeah. I mean, took him in the first round, probably the third or fourth pick in most leagues. Yeah, I know it hurts, but just hold on. Uh, you know, you're obviously always going to start this guy. I want to see him do big things, and I'm going to just keep holding out hope that we didn't, we haven't lost Henry. No doubt. Next no show on the list. I've got Jonathan Taylor right there with us. Our number one most likely overall pick in all of our leagues. Nine rushes for 54 yards, one catch for nine yards. It's crazy, dude. I just don't know how the Colts had an off. I mean, obviously they didn't because they didn't put up a single point, but how was it just three and out after three and out? I mean, it's just insane. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was. It was rough. Like it, it looked like maybe a little bit towards the end, he looked like he was about to start getting it. But I mean, it, it comes down to the coaching, and and I I like Frank Wright. I think he's a great coach. But like, you don't got your main number one receiver, Michael Pittman, and your main focus isn't the running game. I just don't understand how that works. Um, you, Jonathan Taylor needs to be your team. I mean, we said he was going to regress a little bit this year, but. I mean, he got six points in one of my leagues. Yeah, dude. Six points. I mean, he didn't even hit double digits. That's insane to me, bro. And then even garbage time, you know, when they were, you know, at the end when it was just over anyway, uh, Matt Ryan throws a freaking interception and the offense is done for and the clock's run out anyway. So it's like yeah. scary to have anybody on that offense right now, um, being that Jacksonville shut them down. You know what I mean? Like Jacksonville. What is it with the Colts in Jacksonville? The Jags knocked them out of uh, playoff retention last year, too. Well, I seen Maybe. the last time that the Colts got shut out was like in 2010 or something, and it was against the Jacksonville Jaguars. Really? Yeah. And uh, so it's, I mean, it's crazy, but yeah. Uh, anyway, moving on. Uh, my next no show this week Justin Jefferson, another first round pick. Dude had six catches for 48 yards. That's it. That's not what you want out of your first-round pick. And dude was dominated by Darius Slay. Um, And so here's the thing. He had six catches, but um, he only had one catch when Darius Slay was guarding him. And Darius Slay had two. (laughs) So (laughs) Shut down, baby. Shut down. And, hey, I'm thankful for it. I was playing against Jefferson, bro. So... That was but nice not, for me. That's not what you want out of your first round wide receiver. I mean, he's supposed to be the new Cooper Cup and all this stuff. <clears throat> Six catches for 48 yards ain't gonna cut it, man. Nope, 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 nope. Um, really, maybe he needed that though. Maybe he needed to feel that pain and humble pie. A little bit of humble pie, exactly. Because he come out talking crap on Cooper Cup, talking about I'm gonna be the guy, I'm gonna be the guy. Cooper Cup didn't say nothing, just looked down and and kept practicing. Or you know what I mean? That's just kind of dude he is. Uh, let's see. I ain't got no more no-shows, you? Yeah, my last no-show I got here is Kyle Pitts. 
again, back on the no-shows. I'm not ready to put him in the gag bag, but he's on the no-shows. Uh, and I, I almost I had to look up his stats, but then I realized I didn't because he had the exact same numbers as he did week one. Two <laughs> catches, 19 yards. Yikes. The consistency's there, but, but that, <laughs> that's not what we're looking for, man. Use <laughs> Kyle Pitts. Yeah. You suck. <laughs> Swear, man. Get it together, Kyle Pitts. I mean, they, they're probably like, like we've said, they're most of his, um, their offense over there. So, and they were playing the Rams. So, I mean, they were holding them down. It's sad, man, for Kyle Pitts owners because you can't drop him. I mean, you got to wait. You just got to wait and see. Mm-hmm. I heard that. Anyways, um, a word from our sponsors real quick. Guys, we're talking to you today about Manscaped. Uh, Manscaped has sponsored the 4th and Flex Fantasy Football Podcast. Um, they have great products. I wouldn't um, endorse a product that I didn't use or didn't believe in. That's just not the type of guy that I am. Um, I really do uh, like the Lawnmower 4.0 that they sent us. Um, I've used different kinds of trimmers and stuff for my, you know, area. And uh, this thing has been the greatest, uh, I think. I also enjoy that it's waterproof. That helps a lot. You could go do it in the shower. Um, No mess to clean up. Um, But let's say like you're in the shower. You're like, well, my shower is really dark. Like, how am I going to do it in the shower? Right. Bam. Got you a little light right there, man. So you can, uh, you know, get them hard to reach areas. Yes, sir. And the ball toner, man. Like, so last time I, you know, did my little trimming and everything, I a few sprays of the ball toner afterwards. A week later, bro, my balls were still soft as baby powder, <laughs> man. Like it was just, I mean, it was beautiful. I couldn't believe it. I was like, I gotta, I gotta use this stuff some more. Cause I mean, the ball toner is amazing. The body odorant's good. It smells great. Mm-hmm. And then when you're done, after you, you're nice and cleaned up, perfect, nice sprayed on, nice and soft, you slide on those manscaped boxers, boy. Goodness. I can't stop talking about those boxers. They're amazing. You can clouds. get, you can get you a pair of manscaped boxers with your performance package. All you got to do is go to manscaped.com. Use our promo code SUPERFLEX20 to get 20% off, and you get free shipping. You get all that worldwide shipping for free. Guys, check out Manscaped. Trust me when I say your balls will thank you. Yes, sir. Support for Fort and Flex Fantasy Football Podcast is brought to you by Manscaped. Who is the best in men's below-the-waist grooming? Their products are precision-engineered tools for your family jewels. Manscaped's Performance Package, the ultimate men's hygiene bundle. Join over 6 million worldwide who trust Manscaped with this exclusive offer for you. 20% off and worldwide shipping with the code SUPERFLEX20 at manscaped.com. If my math is correct, that's about 12 million balls. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Great stuff over there at Manscaped. Check them out. But now it is time for What's on the Wire. (music) 
Yes, sir. Yes, sir. What's on the wire? We're talking waiver wire pickups, people that are probably sitting on your waiver wire right now, just waiting for you to throw some fab down or uh, just grab them up. Trey, who do you got on the wire this week? Well, for most people, you know that if you had Trey Lance, you're you're out there looking for a quarterback on the wire. And uh, honestly, his backup Jimmy G is not a bad decision. I mean, uh, Jimmy G has proved that he can put up numbers. He's not going to be an amazing quarterback, but he can get some points up there. And there's not a lot out there in the depths of the quarterbacks on the waiver wire. Um, in a couple leagues, you might have a two out there still. If he is, that's who I would get first and foremost. I think two is the best at it, but I feel like a lot of people have already uh, caught that and they've already mm-hmm. grabbed him up. Um, you got any quarterbacks that people should look at? Uh, quarterbacks? Uh, no, but I've got a running back I think would be great. Um, Daryl Williams. I think we talked about him a little bit already. Got eight touches, two receptions, 62 yards, and one touchdown in uh, James Conner relief, I guess you could say. Um, You guys saw what he did in KC. Um, I think he'll show that he has some value, and and it's just crazy to me that he's still um, sitting out there on a lot of wires. I mean, in them deep leagues, he's definitely not there. But if you see him, you should grab him up because he's definitely going to help your team out. Yeah, uh, I got a running back for you. How about J.D. McKissick, baby? Had seven catches, bro. I mean, if you're going to be a pass catching back, you're going to be a pass catching back, and that's great for PPR. Um, So, like, especially in your uh, full point and half point PPR leagues, like J.D. McKissick getting seven catches, if they work him in the run game at all, I mean, he's going to have value, and I guarantee he's probably out there hanging on your waiver. Yeah, yeah, most definitely. Um, I like it. I like it a lot. Next, another running back that you should probably be looking at, Raheem Mostert. 11 rushes, three receptions, 79 total yards. I mean, there's that Dolphins game again. He looked good. Um, He was an early down work guy. He was getting his, you know what I mean? Uh, The Dolphins are clicking, baby. The Dolphins are clicking, and, and I like what I'm seeing. Yeah, most of made Chase Edmonds look like the backup. So I mean, it's it's obviously it's more of a, a battle there than we thought it was going to be, and which we had said that originally before the season started to keep an eye on Mostert and uh, looking like he's getting more work. So mm-hmm. I mean, I don't think Edmonds had a single catch, and uh, Mostert had a couple. So and then out. you're right, you're right. You I got a bonus running back real quick, Brian Robinson. Brian Robinson, there's looking at week five return. So just keep that in mind. He uh, could be a good stash. You know, he might take over. I mean, chances are it might be a couple weeks before they get him going, even when he comes back on a snap count or whatever. But if he comes back and he starts taking off, you're going to be glad you stashed this fella. Crazy dude got shot and now he's going to be playing. But, hey, put him in there. You know he's a dog. (laughs) Um, another uh, waiver wire pickup I got for you uh, on the wide receiver side of things. First of all, I just want to say real quick, if Garrett Wilson is still on your waiver wire, uh, grab that dude up because he went off, uh, had eight for 102 and two touchdowns. Um, but I feel like he's probably rostered in most places, but if he's not, check it out. Um, a guy that I wanted to throw out there, though, is Josh Palmer. Um, with Keenan Allen still out, not sure what's going to go down with that. I mean, he had four catches for 30 yards and a tutty. It's not the greatest thing in the world, but you're on the waiver wire for a reason. You need help. So, I mean. I mean, I've been calling it out, bro. How many times have I said Joshua Palmer is somebody to watch out for? 
I've been saying it. I've, I've had him on my sit list, but I've had him like right there. Like, Hey, just keep an eye on this dude, man. I, I'm Joshua Palmer. I like it. I like it a lot. But since we're talking about wide receivers to grab up on the wire, Greg Dortch, this guy, four catches, 55 yards, one touchdown. I got to tell you, I was going to grab him last week, but I didn't think this was going to last. I thought, okay, yeah, he had one boom week. Now he's going to bust, right? Seems like uh, seems like that's not the case. I mean, Christian Kirk's gone now, so uh, Kyler has got not a lot of options anymore, at least until D-Hop gets back. Um, Greg Dortch, if he's there, grab him up. Yeah, he's getting a lot of hype, man. I mean, people are all coming out talking about uh, whenever he catches uh, the ball over the corner, they'd be like, you just got dorched. <laughs> and uh, that right there is enough to get people excited about him. You know what I mean? Yeah, dorch it uh, up. Hey, whatever, dorch it up. I like that. <laughs> uh, one guy I want to throw out here on the waiver wire, um, you know, he might be on your waiver wire, uh, Michael Gallup. Um, he's got a couple weeks before he comes back, but um, – you know, he, with Cooper Rush and him, they have kind of have a connection in the past um, compared to a- anybody else on the team. And Michael Gallup's good for those short uh, PPR points. You know what I'm saying? Those 10-yard, 15-yard passes that Cooper Rush is probably looking for and it's not out there. But when Michael Gallup comes back, if he's the man, he's worth a stash, especially if you have an IR spot and he's not picked up in your league. Go ahead and throw him on there just to check it out. For sure, for sure. Um, let's move to some tight ends, some tight ends that you can get on the wire. Um, Logan Thomas, I mean, if if there's a chance that he is still on the wire in your league, uh, you called this out a while back. Logan Thomas, watch out. I'm going to give you your credit where credit is due. Five catches, 37 yards, one touchdown. Man, what what is going on over in Washington, bro? Things are going nuts over there. Like, I didn't expect any of this to happen. I don't think anybody did. Washington is popping right now. No, and it's hard to believe that all these receivers are putting up points and their freaking running backs and their tight ends. I mean, it's a it's a lot of offense going on over there. Um, but I mean, every time he comes in, you know, when he when he's not hurt, he comes in. Logan Thomas, he gets a touchdown, he gets a couple points, he puts up enough points to get you through the week. He's won me a couple weeks, but just beware that he will probably get hurt in a couple weeks, and you just got to <laughs> deal with that. <laughs> yeah, or completely bust one of the two. Right. Just uh, look out. Um, we I got a tight end for you. I um, know you do, buddy. I know you do. Tyler Conklin for the Jets. Hmm. Um, crazy for me to be uh, recommending a Jet uh, after I've already recommended uh, Garrett Wilson. But here's the deal, man. Joe Flacco has had 102 attempts in two games, bro. Like, if you're going to throw the ball 50 times a game, somebody on that offense is going to go insane. And Tyler Conklin's been making some catches and making some moves. And tight end is weak right now, man. These tight ends out here are not doing nothing. So if yeah. I'm looking for a tight end and I'm in a tight spot, I want the guy that the quarterback's throwing 50 passes a game to hopefully get 10 of them. Yeah, yeah. I agree. I agree. One more tight end. No, yeah. I've got another player right here on the wire that you can get. And that's your boy, Traylon Burks. Uh, all I'm saying is watch out. He looked elusive in the field. He he looked, he looked like something special when he caught that ball and started running. He's got Tannehill throwing to him, but I think they're going to start to realize what they got over there. And I think you need to watch out for Traylon Burks, 100%. Burks the dog, baby. Uh, 
go ahead and uh, just throw out uh, for streaming defenses, guys. Um, if uh, Kansas City, I got them on my waiver wire. If they're out there on your waiver wire, they're playing the Colts. Uh, if the Jacksonville Jaguars shut out the Colts, Kansas City's got to be good. So that's the way I looked at it. Um, and then also, I've never recommended Houston defense, but they're playing Chicago. And uh, Chicago, bro, like like I was saying how uh, Joe Flacco had 102 attempts in two games. Uh, Justin Fields had 28 attempts in two games. Um, Jeez. I mean, bro, 28 passes in two games? That's insane. Uh, so I mean, if, you, if the team's not going to throw the ball, obviously the defense is gonna is gonna be all right because they're not doing much. It's three and outs. Yeah, yeah, it's it's wild. I knew that Justin Fields wasn't gonna figure things out like they thought he was going to. He's he's he just doesn't seem like the guy. Maybe he needs a little more work. I mean, he he has been improving. I can see a little improvement in his footwork and and things of that nature, but I just. I just don't think Justin Fields is the guy. All righty. Now let's move on to uh, everyone's favorite segment, Trade That Dude. Yes, sir. Trade That Dude. Uh, we're talking about people that not only that you need to trade, but people that you could probably work out a trade for. So keep that in mind when, uh, you know, you, some of the players we're talking about, some of these guys you uh, just need to, you know, trade for because uh, things are happening for them or the opposite of that. And uh, Trey, who do you got? First trade. So first thing I got on trade that dude um, is Chris Olave. Um, go out there and get him because uh, he had a rough game. Uh, he didn't do a whole lot, but the dude had 320 air yards. That means that Jameis Winston threw to him for 320 yards. He didn't catch the ball, but the <laughs> ball went to him. That's a lot of yards for someone, and if he catches half of those balls, 150 yards a game is what you want out of a wide receiver, and that's great. So just look because Wentz is looking at him, so you need to be looking at him because uh, he's the deep guy, looks like, the way it's working out. And uh, if he starts catching some balls, it's going to be a lot of value. Yeah, I mean, they're trying to get him the ball for sure. So um, this is somebody you think that people will be willing to let go of who you think you can get. I think right I- now for sure. I think that if you wait you know, a week or two more, you, you might be out of luck and have to pay up for him. But right now you want to buy low, you know what I mean? And he had a rough week. So you offer somebody you know, pretty simple. Um, I can't think of anybody off the top of my head, but you know, don't, don't give them nothing too crazy because they don't want nothing too crazy. They're probably trying to get rid of him at this point. So you're predicting the future right now. You're saying Chris Olave is about to get his. <laughs> yes, sir. Yes, sir. Uh, my next trade that dude is Debo Samuel. Uh, he's been very average as of late. Um, just the average wide receiver with Trey Lance there. That doesn't seem like they were, you know, clicking the way he used to when Jimmy G was there. But Jimmy G is back. So I think things are going to start going back to the way that we remember and love of Debo Samuel. So there's a good chance people could be looking at Debo like, I need to get rid of him. You know, he's not doing well. Maybe I could use his name to get me a good trade. 
and you should take advantage of that and uh, you know get something good for him. I, I really think Debo's about to go crazy. The, we're going to see the Debo of last year. Uh, I believe in his contract, he was uh, able to if he ran and he got incentives for running the ball as well. So just remember, Jimmy G knows how to use them. Yeah, and, and what I say about Debo Samuel is, you know, there's going to be some people out there that'll remember what happened last year, and they'll be like, it'll hard to get rid of him. But I'm willing to pay up a little bit for Debo Samuel because I really think he's about to take off with Jimmy G. I'm not going to pay up anything too crazy, but I'm willing to go a, a little bit up uh, for him because I think his value is going to skyrocket. Absolutely, absolutely. Um, another trade that dude I got uh, is David Montgomery. Uh, all the crap I've been talking about the Bears, but uh, they're funneling the offense through this guy when when they're not getting shut out three and out. David Montgomery's the one doing the thing, so uh, go out there and get him, you know. And, and I don't think you'll have to make much of an offer for him. Uh, but if anybody's gonna be anything, if you want any part of that offense, that's the dude I think. Yeah, yeah, um, I agree. Um, if they're not getting it done in the air, uh, then they got to get it done in the, in the on the ground. So I agree with you. Um, trade that dude. My next one I got is. Brees Hall, um, you know, I was never big on Brees Hall going in and, um, you know, but he's starting to gain a little traction here. He's starting to, you know, do some things. Uh, he might be, they might not be Michael Carter versus Brees Hall. It might just be both can be right. Michael Carter and Brees Hall. Both of these guys can get work. And uh, I think we're going to start to see that when they start realizing how to use these guys. Dude, if you told me last year that we would be talking about grab the Jets, get all the Jets, yeah. I would not believe anything you were saying. You're right, bro. You're right. Commanders, Jets. I mean, what's going on here, dude? Lions. <laughs> well, Lions, you're right. <laughs> Lions, Tigers, Bears. Freaking oh my, dude. What is going on in the NFL this year? I like it. All right, another, that's all I got for the trade. Oh, I got another one. I got one that. last trade dad dude. Heard that. And that, I'm 45 years old, man. There's a lot of shit going on. That's right. Tom Brady. Uh, he's been underproducing now. He's had a rough couple of games. Um, there's in, uh, injury concerns with all the wide receivers that they got going on there. Um, people may be freaking out about Tom Brady a little bit and willing to drop him. Yeah, he's the GOAT. And most people, if they're smart, are going to realize he's going to put it all together and figure things out. But I think uh, I think you could probably get him uh, from somebody who's freaking out about Tom Brady. Um, you could probably trade Russell Wilson, Derek Carr. I mean, for Tom Brady, some people might make that trade. And I think um, in the long run, that will be the right call. Yeah, I like that. Yeah. Tom Brady, baby, go get him. Uh, now, uh, we got to talk about some, uh, players that we are going to get rid of, bro. We got to, we got to talk about some people in the gag bag. Get them out there. Who you got? Well, bro, I wanted to make sure that, uh, my gag bag was very specific today and it's all the pass catchers in Chicago aside from David Montgomery. I mean, uh, Cole Komet and, uh, Darnell Mooney. Like, those dudes, I'm done. I'm done. I'm dropping them. I'm out. Coco Med hasn't caught a single pass this year, bro. I'm out. <laughs> we were so high on this guy, too. What happened, bro? Coco Med, what happened to you, buddy? Because we thought somebody has to catch passes on this team. 
Well, then we realized, no, actually, no one has to. <laughs> They're just going to lose. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that, speaking of the Bears, I, I've also got Darnell Mooney in my gag bag. The Bears offense is atrocious, bro. It's scary. I wouldn't want anybody on there other than David Montgomery, and I think he's about to get a little more work, like we said. But Darnell Mooney, throw him in the gag bag. <laughs> who, who else you got? That's all I got, man. I wanted to focus on Chicago and let everybody understand how I felt about it. Okay. All right, then. Um, someone who I was fighting last week, throwing into the gag bag, Bobby Trees, Robert Woods. I feel, though, it is that time to throw him in the gag bag. I hate to say it. I love Robert Woods, but it really comes down to Ryan Tannehill. And I think last night during that Bills game, um, Tannehill realized that Robert Woods has got hands and can get open and maybe he'll start using him a little more, but look, that's not a chance I'm willing to take. Um, Throw Robert Woods in the gag bag. Another one. Yes, it does. Another one I've got in the gag bag. Um, You, if you watched the show last week, we talked about them and I'm talking about. Taysom Hill, Inspector Gadget. Uh, I don't trust him. Yeah, man. You know, I was really hoping that with Kamara out, um, I, I mean, I threw him in. I started him in two leagues, bro. Just because Kamara was out, they were using him as a running back. I thought maybe he'll get a crazy amount of carries. And I know they were playing the uh, Buccaneers and everything, but still it's like he, if he can't produce when Kamara's out and they're only going to use him as a running back, he's not going to produce enough to make it worth your while. I agree. I agree. I've got one more for the gag bag. I've got Rex Burkhead in the gag bag this week. I told you last week, I told you that Rex Burkhead was going to fall back off that cliff. It was just a, it was just a one in a million shot. He boomed and now he busted. It's Damian Pierce time in Houston. I like it. I'm excited. Yep. So like I say, Throw Rex Burkhead in the gag bag. (laughs) Got him. (laughs) Beautiful, beautiful. I love it. I love it. So now you know what time it is. It's time for those Thursdays. Thursday night football start and sits. Yes, sir. Thursday night football start and sets. We got the Steelers versus the Browns. Yes, sir. Steelers versus the Browns. We got the over under for this game is 40 and a half points. Um, they got the Browns winning by three and a half. That's insane to me. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm taking the Steelers on this one. Uh, I think it'll be a close game, but I think the Steelers can pull this game off. I don't know. That defense. Um... I've got the Browns taking the win on this one. I I like uh, Hunt and Chubb and Amari getting to work and um, making things happen. Uh, I got the Browns going. Let's get into the Steelers starts. 
In the start column, I've got Najee Harris, Deontay Johnson. I've got Pat Fryermuth all in my start column. Of course, you're going to start Najee. Uh, Deontay Johnson's going to get the work. Um, Fryermuth, I mean, there's not many options at tight end, so you got to, right? Um, in my sit column, I've got Mitchell Trubisky. I think against that Browns D, Miles Garrett, Trubisky's just not going to be able to uh, – do much. Uh, Chase Claypool, I mean, he was just a tick away from being in my gag bag. That's all I'm saying. Jalen Warren, I mean, if you got him, sit him. Najee is probably going to run things there. What do you think, Trey? Yeah, the only thing is also I'm sitting George Pickens, um, but I'm starting everybody you're starting, and I'm sitting everybody else. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. There you go. Steelers starts and sits. Let's move it over to the Browns starts and sits. Uh, in my start column, I've got, of course, Nick Chubb. I mean, I'm I'm firing up Kareem Hunt and Amari Cooper. Donovan Peoples-Jones. Why not? Give it a shot. Peoples-Jones. Uh, somebody's got to catch the ball besides Coop, but I'm glad to see Amari Cooper looking him like himself again. In my sit column, I've got Jacoby Brissett, and I'm sitting David and Joku, bro. I just, I know he had an all right last week. I just, tight ends this year, man. I just don't get it. Yeah, the only thing I say to that is uh, I'm I'm gonna go ahead and throw in David and Joku in certain situations. I mean, it's it's a it's a tough world out there in the tight end world, and and any tight end that's actually gonna put up some points, um, I'm gonna take a shot on them, dude, because some of these guys out here, like oh, you know, Kyle Pitts, uh, two catches for 19 yards. Hey, I, I guarantee you, David and Joku beats that this week. So, yeah, I mean, I get it. I totally get it. I get where you're coming from. Um, it makes sense to me. Um, guys, uh, real quick, uh, we had some start and sit questions, uh, popping up during the show. You guys, you know, you can always do that. Also, you know, you can email the show, uh, fourth at gmail.com. Um, you can email us starts and sits questions, any questions you got. I mean, we'll answer them. We're, we're, we're happy to, we might even talk about it on the show. I mean, we might throw your uh, email up there. Who knows, man? We're always doing awesome things. Um, and a, a quick reminder, we uh, probably are not doing starts and sits for the rest of the games next week. Uh, our boy over here, over here, Trey, getting married. Yeah. Congratulations. Work, but I'm excited. Yes, sir. This guy is working his tail off. And I just want to say, buddy, I am glad that you found somebody to be happy with and I'm just so happy for you, man. And hell yeah. I'm I love it. Um, congrats. Appreciate tell the tell the old lady same. Um guys, that's it. That's the, that's show. the show. I love it. It was great. We laughed, we cried, things happened. We predicted the future. Exactly. Um, it was good stuff. Guys, don't forget to like. Don't forget to subscribe to the channel. We appreciate that so much. Them likes mean more than you know. So please hit that like button. If you're watching this, if your eyes are seeing my eyes right now, hit that like button, please. I appreciate you very much. Um, thank you guys so much for tuning in. And we'll see you next time. Peace. 
You've been listening to the 4th and Flex Fantasy Football Podcast. And here we go, here we go! If you love anything and everything pro football, then you've found your new home. We hope you've enjoyed the show. We know we had a blast. Make sure to like, rate, and review. And we'll be back soon. But in the meantime, questions and comments at fourthandflex at gmail.com. Find us on Instagram at fourthandflex and on Twitter at fourthandflexpod. See you next time on the Fourth and Flex Fantasy Football Podcast. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.